There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This is Black History Month and joining me now to talk about this is Dr. Eben Joseph, who's a lecturer in Black Studies in UCD. Good morning, Dr. Eben Joseph. Good morning. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm in good form. Thank you. Good. For people who don't know, just explain a little bit about what Black History Month actually is and what uh, how it all came about. Um, so, um, and thanks to everyone who is on the call listening in. So, Black History Month was um, actually first originated as part of uh, an initiative by a writer called um, Katachi Woodson in the United States. He actually launched what was called the Negro History Week in 1926. Now, what happened was in the United States, that, you know, because of racism, the enslavement of black bodies and all of that, they found out that when they were going to school, you know, in their public schools, in the society, in the media, everywhere, that the information about black people was always very negative, you know. And so Kataji Wilson is an educator. He began to argue that, you know, that only a black person's education, you know, starts with knowledge about other people. You actually go through your education system and they teach you about other people's history, other people's beginning, how they started. You don't learn about yourself. You know, the interesting thing, you know, um, uh, this week, you know, a friend, somebody that was on a course I ran, you know, mm-hmm. she was just saying that until last year, she, she was 44 last year, until last year. Imagine a black woman, she's 44 years old, until last year. Last year was the first time she had ever in all her life been taught by a black person who was me. Can you imagine that? Now, imagine what it would be like for you, you know, the, mm. the presenter now, just going through school, you know, for, for as long as you've lived. And everybody who's taught you has always been black. Never a white person teach you, um, you know, anything at all. You know, so really black history was to, um, not to, talk about the bad things that have happened to black people, but to actually talk about the good things, their strengths, who they were. You know, most times when I teach on black um, black studies, I ask people, what do you know about black people? Most times they always talk about the enslavement. They always yeah. talk about things that went wrong with black people. I'm like, okay, you do know that black people existed before they were enslaved. Now, who were they? What did they do? What have they achieved? Even despite the enslavement, what have they done? So black history is to really help us understand who black people are, what they've done, where they've been, you know, um, Maybe, yes, some of their challenges, but how they've overcome that rather than focusing on the things that went wrong with them. So do you think that we should be changing the narrative then and with Black History Month in particular, rather than looking at the negatives like enslavement and racism, that we should be looking at the good things that happen in, in, in black culture and, and celebrate the achievements of, of people of colour? Yeah, I think the the thing that happens is that most times when people have a black um, Black History Month event, 
if they don't have a full understanding of what it is, then they end up going there and talking about slavery and all of those things again. Even if I came to an event and I was talking about the enslavement of black people, I would not tell you about the, the, the pejorative side of all of that. What I would tell you is about, for example, one of the things we, we look at when I talk about it is why were black people enslaved? They were not enslaved because they were tired bodies or because they were weak or not. No, they were enslaved because they were actually very strong. They were enslaved because they were actually hard working. They were enslaved because they already had skills. When they went to Africa and you know stole them from their from their from their from where they were born, they were actually already farmers, um, good in goldsmith. So they were already they already had skills that they needed where they were going to. Do you understand? So yeah. even if you are talking about slavery, you have to talk about it from that point, you know, of what they already had. Not coming to like, oh, you know, when we're doing anti-racism with them, we do that. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, so, so people who don't understand, they end up going through all of this. So, but black history is actually about black excellence, what black people have done, what they've achieved despite all of the things, you know, before, before, um, before their enslavement. So sometimes people invite me to um, companies to come and speak yeah. and I'm like, and they're talking about anti-racism. I'm like, okay, those are two different things. You have to decide. You want me to do an anti-racism talk or you want me to do a black history month talk? I can't do those, those two things are two different things. You know, I will not use my black history month talk to do um to do anti-racism talk and I will not use a, a anti-racism talk for black history. So there are two different the content is very different. The focus, your positioning, even when you're presenting, is very, very different. You you said there that you do talks to, to businesses and stuff. You are a life coach, so I think it's important that we uh, celebrate that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you go around to different businesses and, and you talk about um about racism and about attitudes and um have you noticed a, a change in attitudes here in Ireland, especially after yeah. everything that happened last year with the Black Lives Matter movement? Yeah, I would say yes and no. Yes, in that, you know, there is more awareness. Mm. Like, you know, people who, who never used to talk about race or racism are actually talking about it. People are beginning to realize, oh my God, I need to know more. People people who've never read the Black book before, you know, are reading Black authors now. You mm. know, so there, there is, you know, you would notice all of that movement. I mean, like, I think for even for me in my work, in the course of my work, you know, going to businesses, I went to businesses where, you know, that was the first time they had had a black person coming in to speak to them. That was number one. Yeah. So that was the first time they had organized anything around anti-racism. You know, so yeah. some for some businesses, I've gone in and, you know, like businesses that have like a, a small number, like a hundred people, actually training everybody in the organization to learn, you know, about anti-racism. So I am seeing some of that movement in, in particularly for businesses. Some are, some are actually more proactive than others. Some have been really very focused. And um, some people have done like what they call like an employee relations group, you know, so where they have, you know, like a black art, maybe black art, you know, this organization. So where they actually focus on, you know, because in this organization, they have gender groups, they have LGBTQ groups, you know. So why not have something for black people as well? Hmm. So, again, so some of them have done that. Um, and I think something that I have noticed as well is um, young people, you know, young people are able to, to speak up more now, you know, they're able to. At least you would have noticed from last year, a lot of the articles that came out were young people speaking up, you know, so I don't feel so much pressure that, oh, I have to speak now because I'm seeing, okay, a lot of people are speaking up and I'm like, okay, oh, I can rest a bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of the pressure. It's off, yeah. me, off me to feel I have to respond to everything, you know. <laughs> now there are a lot of people responding to things. So for me, so I, I've noticed that. But I say no in that the Department of Education has not done anything. Yeah, the Department of Education has not done anything. I have secondary school teachers coming to look for me to say, how do we teach about racism? I have university students say, we want to learn black studies. 
you know, they don't mm. have them in their schools. So the education system, which should be the the principal space that brings this change about is the main people. They are the main people who have not done anything. I feel so sorry for our, uh, our secondary school teachers. Yeah, Many of them are faced with mixed, you know, race. And they're wondering, how do we teach these people? How do we talk about black life? They are not equipped. Because you're and a lecturer in black studies. It's not in, equipping them. You're yeah. a lecturer in black studies in UCD. Is that the only black studies course that we have here? Yeah, it, it was at least until September this year, you know. Mm. Um, September this year, one more started, you know. But that only started because the students in the school actually petitioned the school. They petitioned the purpose of the school that they wanted black studies. Yeah. So and so it, since 2018, when, when I started one, they only just started another one now in September. Right. And Dr. Eben Joseph, if anybody wants to get involved or they want to know more about Black History Month, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not just geared towards black people, it's geared towards everyone. So where can we find out about what's happening or how can we get involved? So, so first thing I would say is, I know we've been saying Black History Month, Black History Month, you know. So Kataji was in talks about, you know, the miseducation of the black person that, you know, they have to learn their history so that, you know, they can understand who they are. You know, that a, a people, I mean, there's a, a, there's a quote he gave, he said, if a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition, it becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world and it stands in the danger of being exterminated. So he says that every race must have its own history. So that's why he encourages black people to have black history. But I go one step further. I say, not just the black person, the white person must learn black history. Because for me, black history is world history. You know, it's like it's like you wake up and there's only day, 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 no night, or night, 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 no day. It should be a miserable life. You know, it's like a distorted version of, of knowledge. And that's what we have. So when we only learn, you know, white history, you know, you know, what you know about white people, we don't learn about black, then we miss out a huge yeah. thing. So please, black history month is for white people and black people. I teach black history in a black studies in UCD, two-thirds of my students are always white. Yeah. Even I run the Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. In my institute, two-thirds of my students are always white as well. You know, so I have, so so it's a huge interest from, you know, the white population. Now, what can you do? Again, go on, I, I run the, I'm the chairperson of the African Scholars Association. Yeah. If you go on our website, you will see some information about, you know, different African countries, which we research and put up there, you know, just for to give people something. You can go and study one, one African country every day for the rest of the month. Yeah. That's something you can do. There are a lot of events that are going on, you know. So again, this month, this year, we're trying to get a bit more coordinated. Hopefully next year will be better where we can yeah. actually have like a web page for Black History where all our events, you know, different events that different groups are having can be advertised. Brilliant. But for now, you know, again, on online, you will see all of the events, you know, um, that, are being, that are taking place. But so attend events. So if you're listening, if you're wondering what can you do, you can, there are events coming up. Please attend one of these. At least make okay. sure the whole of this one you've attended at least one talk, you Brilliant. know, on Black history and do that. Something else you can do, you know, increase your networks. Don't just make, have only your white friends or only your, you know, go online, you know, make sure you are following somebody else, you know, like whether it's on Twitter or LinkedIn, follow somebody else who is outside of your network. Deliberately make friends with people who are out, you know, from the, from, from a different, you know, uh, grouping than yours. So those are practical things. Go to the cinema, watch a black movie. You know, okay. <laughs> watch something nice, you know. Brilliant. Listen, Dr. Ebon Joseph, sorry to cut across you there. And I could talk to you all day, but unfortunately, we're going to have to go to a break and then to the news. Thank you very much for joining me, Dr. Ebon Joseph, on the opinion line this morning. Courts 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.